brought to you by the Every Dollar app. Start budgeting for free today. Eric is in Canada. Hi, Eric. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, hi there. Um, thank oh, you for Aaron, taking my I called call. you Eric. I'm it's, sorry. It's it's okay. Um, I recently found the Ramsey Show and enjoyed listening to it, even from Canada, where I have to mentally juggle the differences between Canada and U.S. financial products. Sure. And I apologize in advance if I sound confused. I kind of am. I'm really just looking for direction on what to do to get a better sense of how my husband and I are doing and what we should do next. But I think it's really just kind of to get on the same page. Um, as a new listener, I'm familiar with the baby steps, and I think that we're on four and five. Okay. Um, we both have, my husband and I both have jobs that we enjoy with healthy salaries and index government pensions. We own our own house with a mortgage that has considerable equity. We have a rental house with a mortgage with considerable equity that's profitable after tax. We both have emergency funds, and we have um, funds started for uh, education funds for our children. And in addition to the work pension, we both pay into registered um, our RRSPs, which is Canada's version of a retirement um, registered retirement account with automatic transfers. Um, but despite all that, I feel like we're living paycheck to paycheck. And I'm always confused that a family with a gross annual income of over 250000 it feels like we're just getting by. And I don't know if it's because, like, well, how we're managing our money or if it's just because we live in a very expensive area in Vancouver um, but my husband and I have been together for 14 years and married for nine, and we've always sort of kept our finances separate. And that's because we bought our first house that's now our rental um, when we weren't married. And um, I know it's not recommended from what I've heard, but we've kind of kept our accounts separate and just combined as a couple that we really needed to get by. Um, but I'm really just looking, and I, I think the next step is to kind of just get back on the same page and um, create a plan for us and start doing monthly meetings, but I don't know how to start that process. And um, I've always kind of been the family CFO, and uh, I just need to get like a better sense on how to bring this up to him and some practical steps on how to get on the same page for the first time. Okay. All right. A lot going on here. Um, thanks for the outline. Um Now, I'm trying to figure out, like you, the core of this is when we do whatever it is you're going to do, combining finances or any other moves that you make, the net result needs to be that you get some peace because there's a lot of strife and struggle and scratching and clawing in this, isn't there? Well, you know, it's I, like, I, I don't I, know. I don't I know why we can't live on 250000 and feel like we're not broke, you said. Well, it is. It's like we look around and we're like, I feel like that's yeah. healthy and, and we see friends doing well. And, you know, I just always think like, I wish I could see what someone's bank account looks like. No, so you can't. Cause they're, they're, most, of them, most of them are not being nearly as smart as you are. You've got your stuff dialed in. Most of them are just living. You have no idea how screwed up they are. Their life looks good. It looks like it looks good for a second on Instagram, but if you really got under the hood, it'd make you puke. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and that's what I tell my husband. No, like, that's he, what I tell my husband. That's exactly right. <laughs> but, I promise you. I pull up at a stoplight. I see a nice car now. I don't see a nice car. I see payments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, that fool's got a $1,250 payment. That's what runs through my head. Um, <laughs> I used to see a nice car. Now I see a fool. But um, the uh, um, anyway, the yeah, I, I think you need to sit down with him and say, hey, you know, we've done it this way 14 years. It's passable, but I feel like I'm holding this together 
I feel like I got all 10 fingers stuck in the dike and it's, I'm a, and it still feels like water's getting over me. And I really want to combine these things so that I don't mind doing the execution of our plan, but I'm tired of developing the plan by myself. Mm-hmm. And I want us to combine things and you and I make a, a, a group of basic decisions on what we're going to do with our money, lay out a budget each month uh, where we know where every dollar is going to go. We both agree to it. And then I'll do the execution. I, I doubt he wants to or would relish taking over the tactical paying of the bills, which you kind of actually enjoy probably. Uh, I, I think I like having control of it. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. And I think that there's like a level of trust yep. too, or like I, I would, I would worry about relinquishing that. And I think that that's why I've always kind of wanted relinquishing to relinquishing the of trust. Or relinquishing the power. Sorry. Oh, okay. um, that's fair. Of, of, you know, that's knowing fair. it all. But with the power comes uh, the stress. Yeah. And that's probably what's putting the strain on you. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm, I, listen, I'm, I'm America's financial nerd, right? So don't you know, I do this stuff and I, and I, you know, my opinion between Sharon and I carries a lot of weight, uh, but we don't do anything unless she's in alignment first. And then that helps me because we're emotionally carrying the decisions of our giving, emotionally carrying the decisions of our investing or our big decisions together. And then I'll go do the execution of it. It it becomes a no brainer. And that also prevents, I told you so. Um, I knew you were going to screw that up. You know, well, Sharon could say, I told you so it could happen at my house and it doesn't happen because she can't, she was in on it. Um, you know, if, if something screws up, it's like, we screwed that up. Not like, I, I know you're going to mess that up. You know, that doesn't come up at my house. Hasn't in 30 years. So it's really nice. I like it. So, um, I got a question, Aaron, cause I, I'm listening to this back and forth here. And you, you said that you, that I thought I heard you say that you and your husband both have emergency funds. Is that correct? Yeah. Sure. yeah. Is that three to six months on each side between the two of you? Uh, no, not each side combined together it would be that. But um, okay. when I, I think if we both lost our job at the same time, that would not be great. Okay. But and you're uh, both investing, or you're combi- you're both investing fifteen percent, or you're combining investing fifteen. No, we both we both have um, government funded pensions. Do you have any other like debt besides get- the mortgages? No, none. I think it'd be really cool to dream huh. together again. I do too. Yeah. To dream together in high definition about okay, we can if if we could find some money in this two hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget, what would be fun for us to do? What investing would we do? Would we pay off the house? Would we pay off the rental? Would we uh, do some additional generosity? And making those decisions together rather than just running this like it's a joint venture. Um, I think you're going to find a, a whole new depth to your relationship. I don't think you've got a horrible marriage, uh, but I think you could. I think I think you're going to find it being better when you combine. Matter of fact, I know from yeah. working with millions of people, talking them into this, and it's amazing the number of people that hate us for telling people to combine their finances. But whatever, uh, we're right and you're wrong, so you ought to do it. Um, really, I mean, it works. It changes your marriage. It forces you to dream together. It forces you to carry the weight together. It forces you to communicate about purchase decisions. And for God's sake, where we're going to go for Christmas this year, your mother's house or my mother's house, it has to, it's in the budget. We have to talk about it. You can't just, there's no surprises. There's no side agendas. It's like this unity thing. And uh, it creates a unity, a level of unity that nothing else will do. So, hey, here's the thing. 
What if you combined it all and tried it a year? And I was wrong, and you absolutely hated it. Well, you didn't lose any money. Just split it back apart. What's wrong with trying it? That's what I'd do. Give it a shot. And ask, tell him that, too. Just say, hey, what if, if it doesn't work, if we hate it, we can always split it back apart. It's not like a tattoo. I mean, we can change it, right? I mean, there's a lot of stuff we can do here. So it's not a permanent fixture. No matter what you want to do with your money, it starts with a budget. Stop overspending. Save more. And create the life you really want with every dollar. Download in the App Store or go to everydollar.com to start for free.